Welcome to Calvary International Christian Center. This is a word to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to live a life to the fullest. God bless you as you listen. You know, the, 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 as we approach the season of Christmas, I was really asking God that, you know, what really talk about in the next couple of weeks and, you know, enjoy Christmas nicely and be happy. And not just be happy, but enter 2017 with a certain mindset and with a certain attitude. You know, and one of the things about Christmas is that we are celebrating who? Jesus. And um, my Bible tells me that Jesus is the word of God, isn't it? So really, Christmas, we are celebrating the word. Amen. Yeah, we are not celebrating Santa. And we are not celebrating... Um, Xmas, but we are celebrating the word of God. So I thought that it would be good. You know, we have been building, isn't it? We even recently learned how to build our finances. We learned how to build our relationship. We learned how to build our relationship with God. We learned how to, you know, build ourselves spiritually. We've learned about building, isn't it? Constructing. So I thought that as we end the year, let's build on the word. Amen. And let's build in the word. Let's build the word. So I thought of, you know, questions. And the first one is, the word is. And the second one is that the word is like. Amen. I want us to read two books in the Bible. You know, John chapter 1. We'll read a couple of verses. We'll read um, Luke chapter 4. I'm going to read the Luke uh, encounter of this passage, even though it's also in Matthew chapter 4, we'll read Luke chapter 4, but we're going to start by reading John chapter 1, which really is going to be our foundation of the word is and the word is like. Amen. When we say the word is, you know, most of us, somebody will ask us to describe ourselves or somebody will be, isn't it? Beulah is beautiful. We had a lady in um, South Africa, one of the main descriptions we had for her is that she was delicious. We saw it in the Bible, in Songs of Solomon. <laughs> A lot of times we can't preach Songs of Solomon from the pulpit. <laughs> but we read it, and when we read, we realized that I am my love, and my love is me, and my love is delicious. <laughs> You know, so we should describe her as a delicious Kenzani. <laughs> she is. We can say Beulah is anointed, isn't it? We can say, all the things I'm saying, is it true or not? Yeah. For some of us who know Beulah in a certain area too, we can say Beulah is stress. <laughs> Someone say, oh, but it's good stress. But nevertheless, it's stressful. <laughs> Do you understand? We can say Georgina is smiley. <laughs> then we can also say Georgina is truthful. <laughs> Somebody would describe that as annoying, but Georgina is truthful. Do you understand? Yeah. Somebody will this um, Jemima. What will we describe Jemima as? Jemima is helpful. <laughs> so there's a lot of is. 
and also say things like, Beulah is like a flower. Mm. <laughs> I heard of the song that has come. Can you find that song? Uh, green beans, tomatoes. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I, I knew Prince would know how to sing it. Prince, take your microphone, please. Please, for those of us who are visiting us for the first time, this is Christian Center where Jesus lives. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, please take the microphone. We are talking about is, and then it's like. Yeah. Give him volume. So let's assume the Methodist hymn book has 624. This is the next one. 856 hymn of the Methodist hymn book. made him sing so some of us who relax. I know when you go to church, you are told to behave yourself and put your hands by your side and all that. You're in the wrong church. In this song, hold your microphone. In this, greens, beans, sing it. Greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, dogs, pigs, dogs. You know, isn't it amazing that when I heard this song, you know, and I really enjoyed it, I also knew that any real child of CICC would know the song. <laughs> I would have been very disappointed if I'd come to check today. Nobody knew Greens, Beans, Tomatoes, Dogs, Pigs, Hogs. <laughs> I know some of you after church are going to look for this song. <laughs> John chapter 1. The word is sin. The word, the word, the word, the word. I'm going to read as much of it as I can. You know, this was one of the first books of the Bible I had to study. So I love it personally. You know, I really, really, really like it. It's like it's inside. So when I thought, oh, this is the scripture I'm going to use for this series. That is, you know, it's inside of me. I, I really like it. Has everybody got a book in the Bible or chapter in the like? Or you sort of glance through or, or you, okay. What's your Bible? John. Esther. Reverend likes Esther. One of the reasons is because his mother is called Esther. And then she taught him the book. <laughs> There's no book called Gloria, so I haven't been able to teach my children anymore. Let's read it. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This was in the beginning with God. Isn't it? All things were made by him, and without him, was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shineth, and the darkness comprehends it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same was sent to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. Not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That light was the true light that lighted every man that cometh into the world. What does it say? He was in the world, and the world was made by him, but the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And that was not born, what does it say? But which was not born, 
not by the blood, not by the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Next verse. And the word became flesh and us, and we beheld the glory, the glory of the living, of the only begotten Son, of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Luke chapter 4. Like that verse. Yeah. So, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. The word is, the word was, and the word will forever be. Amen. The word is, the word is, the word is, your friend is not, even your parents are not, the word is, your boss is not. Hmm. Yeah. Because even as Christians, we find a lot of our is in many other things rather than the way. But we are Christians nevertheless. We pray, but when it comes to real action, we go and look for what we think is real action. We go and find either somebody. In fact, for a lot of, if somebody gives us a phone call, we become more rest assured. If somebody sends us a message that I'm going to help you, we become more relaxed. If somebody promises to marry us, we become more relaxed. And we know we are going to get married because somebody has said it. You see, unlike uh, Portia and William, where William has now taken the first step. Do you understand? So I am sure that now her faith in the fact that there will be a wedding coming on soon is real. Because William is. Luke chapter 4. I'm not looking, I'm looking here. Luke chapter Many things look like is, but they are not the word. And I think this morning, just to take this thing off, I want to just reassure us that Everything else only helps up to a point, only assists up to a point, and the rest of the journey, you will still need the word. Amen. I don't care how much somebody is loving, kind. How is that sometimes people will try to encourage you and encourage and encourage you, but their encouragement only goes this far, and then it doesn't help you anymore. Yeah, because they are not the word. They are not the word. We place many, many things with the word. Time has proven to us that nothing replaces the word. It is very sad that you can go to church now and the word is not spoken. Yes, because I can pray for you opening my Bible. Do you understand? I can do something miraculous for you without opening my Bible. I can show you, you know, 10 steps to good investments without opening my Bible. I can connect you to somebody to marry, opening my Bible. In fact, you can go and marry without opening your Bible. But after a period of time, you will realize that you need the word. You need Many of us own Bibles or some form of accessory that has the word, but we don't use the word. And we don't know the word. Having the is one step, 
but you've got to have the word and know when to use it and how to use it. As we look at the word, you realize that the word in itself can be there and not be used and not do anything or on hard ground or stony ground. Do you understand? It can fall in an environment where it will be choked and nothing will become of it. And that is why you will find a baby Christian who can bear fruit and you will find an overgrown who cannot bear fruit. Matthew chapter 4. The word is. The word is. The word is. Matthew. Let's look at Luke. Luke chapter 4. It's the same in both. I'll show you why I'm run from Luke. And this is the word talking on the word. And the reason why I'm reading this scripture as we get into the word is because we see Jesus and somebody else. It says, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said to him. How many of us, occasionally, the devil has said to us, if you are a Christian, one of the things you realize is that just as we desire God to speak to us, the devil also speaks to us, whether we like it or not. You see, the devil speaks to everybody on the planet, but some belong to him. So, of course, their father speaks and they listen. But if you become saved, then you begin to realize that there are distinct voices. Do you understand? The problem we have now is that because we are Christians and we have identified the devil, as Reverend will always say, then we blame him for everything. Even what the devil hasn't said, we'll say here. And even when he says it, and then we go, maybe we fall into sin, you know, we make a mistake, we, we say it was Satan. I just came here this morning to tell you that Satan is also tired. Jesus could have also, as he went through, they said, it's the devil. I wanted to, you know, I was hungry. The devil brought me something. I was able, he said, let's read it. So when it started, the devil said to him, remember now, verse 3. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command the stone to become bread. How many of us are Christians and since we actually even committed to serving God more, we can see this are cropping up in our life, which did not crop up. You know, one of the things, especially young, you know, those who are in their mid-twenties and things, always are confronted with is that, you know, if they were not Christians from the 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, and then at some point they get saved and then they sort of dive into their faith. And then they realize that now they can't go and take a sugar daddy. And now they cannot find various means of various. <clears throat> you can see them in church now. And then, you know, like we're singing the last praise song. Freedom. Then freedom. I'm broke. Mm. Freedom. Look at me, I'm bored. Freedom. Because the devil will show you that. Say that you have turned to God. Now look at you. Now you can't buy Brazilian hair. You can't afford, you know, 
First, all you, you took was for you to take a journey to the left. You come back with two Brazilian hair and one extra. Yeah. And now, now you have to see if you can go and find horse hair and make it look as, most, as beautiful as it can. Do you understand? Then you look at your head and you, you look in the mirror and you say, I am beautifully and wonderfully made. Righteousness of the Most High God, a princess, a a holy nation. Come on, horse. It makes us almost feel like serving God has become a punishment, has brought us to a, a lower place. But Jesus said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone. What did Jesus do? Jesus quoted the word. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, to you I will give all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I will. If you worship me, it will all be yours. You see, it is a reality, and I think that it's good for us to preach about it, so that especially for those of us who are in that age bracket or are going through that, will realize that it is part of the test to a better. Yeah, you see, when I was in um, university, every holidays people used to do various things, some travel, you know. And I had a very good uncle. God bless him. You know, when we went on holidays with really, him, I took I took my children. Told them, be nice. This is your ultimate grandfather. You know, he will buy a ticket for us, let us go on holiday, give us small pocket money. And then we'll get into the plane, and as you're entering the plane, you know the plane, there's a curtain, and some people have to go beyond the curtain. <laughs> and some people stay in front of the curtain. And for those of us who are passing through to go beyond the curtain, then I'll see some of my mates in front of the curtain. I say, but life is not fair. I'm serving you, O oh Lord, most high. And I'm going across the curtain <laughs> to the Zongo base. And look at these people who live very loose lives in front of the curtain. As, because, you know, when they, as soon as they come and sit down, they bring them a bottle of water, something. Which one went and sit down, we'll sit there for a long time. Then after a while, they'll bring you a glass of water, a plastic cup full of water. I even remember one of the girls who was sitting there. One day, she came into my room. I had a roommate who was in trouble because one half of her leg was with us, and her other half of her leg was there. So one day, they came. I think they thought I was asleep. You see, I have been naughty all my life, and it has not changed. So I just pretended as if I was sleeping, and then I heard their conversation. And the girl here in a certain language, you know, that why? When I come and I tell you that let's go, then you have, listen, if you don't, I don't even know the word that will make the thing. <laughs> if you, uh, let me say it in the language they said, and then I'll see if I, I'll say, go on, I'll be said, relax, let yourself go. You receive gifts, isn't it? Yeah, then, then she, she will literally come with a bowl of her gold rings, gold chains, gold this, and she will say, all this will be yours if only you will 
One day I go in the evening, I got up, roommate was not there. I said, oh, she has gone after the gold. She has gone after, she's gone chasing. You see, because the devil came to Jesus and was saying that, listen, look at all this. And there's a whole lot in the world. There was a lady, that a young brother who was also struggling in the course, came to her and said, sister, I like you. And she told the guy that, I don't sit in any car that is smaller than a Benz. What do you drive? The guy too drives a double legs. <laughs> he hasn't got a bike, neither has he got. Now where will he put her, on his left leg or on his right leg? When, you know, so it's like, go back to your fall, come back. I don't do two legs. Yeah. You see, and as I'm even saying all this, as we stand today, Where's the four legs? Where's all the gold? Yes. Ended up being second wife. Some of them ended up being wife number four, whatever. You know, some of them still, you know, different things, you know, strange things. One day, one of them sent me a message and was like, why didn't I put a bit more pressure on them? I said, the word is the word. If I tell you that, come to Jesus, I, there's no other way I can put it. And I don't blame you. My life didn't look particularly pleasant. <laughs> I will give unto you if you worship me. And Jesus said, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God. And only him shall you save. And he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said, son of God. Throw yourself down from here, for it is written. Now, it is not Jesus saying it is written. It is the devil saying it is written. He will command his angels. And you see, all of them are quoting from me. Jesus quoted Deuteronomy, quoted Deuteronomy, then Satan quoted Deuteronomy. Can you imagine that you two are going through a challenge? Satan quotes Joel or quotes Job. Then you two, you quote your grandfather. It's an old African saying that when you, when a frog comes out of the water and tells you that there is a snake in the water, believe him. Have you realized how ridiculous it is? And some of us, we make all our arguments based on what somebody has told us. Do you understand? Even our unbelieving relatives or even unbelieving parents, what, you know, our boss has told us, do you understand? That, listen, if you want to climb up the ladder, this is what you've got to do. What even the world system has told us, that if you want to be rich, gather, 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 gather. And then the world tells us, and the Bible tells us that if you want to be rich, give, give, give. They are very different. You see, you cannot be half and half. They will always contradict the world. Purposefully. So there's no I'm sort of in the word. Because if Satan comes to you and you said it's not even so much for the days of blessing as for the day of adversity. That's why the Bible says that in the day of adversity, if your strength fails, then right from the beginning your strength was small. It's not a strong marriage till it has gone through a crisis. Portia and William say amen. Now that we're all in white, white, okay. 
all our family and friends have gathered. It's okay. I hear yesterday too you had a party. Did you leave something for me? It's not. It is in the day of in the day of affliction that you will know what the word can do. Because the devil is not going to come. You know, we have to dispel this strange myth that the devil has red and black and has horns. And holds a, a two-pronged fork. It is a story. The devil looks like us. Uses us. Comes like an ant. He doesn't come with things that we dislike. He comes with things that we love. He's not going to bring our thing. You, you see, I always tell some of the younger, the thing that is my demon is not necessarily the thing that is your demon. So if the devil is coming to me, he can't come to me with your demon. He's got to come to, you, to me with mine. And then he knows where button to press. He's not coming to scare me. He's coming to love me. He's coming to show me some kindness. He's coming to, to bring excitement. He's coming to show me nice things, glitter. So if you are looking for, hmm, you see those movies we watch. Can give me that sound they make? When they go into the forest. You are truly my son. Give it to us again. If you have been thinking that this is when the devil is on your case, that is why he always takes you. When the devil is coming, there is no. Powder here would have poured powder on himself. Can you give me that sound? fulfill, to provide. He was even using the word. So how can we fight that battle if we don't have the word? I can't fight with my face when the person has got a sword. I'll take my hand like that and then he'll use the sword to cut it. Most of us Christians, we are fighting 
exposed. When the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Where are the, 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 the weapons? You see, when you hold your Bible, I want to read a Bible. When you hold your Bible, when you hold your Bible, the devil is not going to mind you. It could be a textbook. It could be a, it, it could be um, Hadley Chase. What are the books they write now? Romeo and Juliet. It can be anything. Hey. Then you say, hey. Devil, wait, 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 wait. Don't come to wait, wait. He will find a, a death on him. Wait. Oh, we can use the bag, isn't it? We can use the bag and find a way. Wait. He is trying to strip your clothes and he's forcing you and he's trying to and he's telling you, I love you. Hi, baby. You know, I miss you so much. Don't say uh, that. Don't uh, say that. Uh, you know, if you love me, then let it show. Let it show. No, we're not talking the Bible right now. Just let it show. If you love me, I feel it in my fingers. I feel it right in my toes. And I want... They sell guns again. Where do they? Where can I buy a gun? This man, I'll kill him today. I will kill this man today. One way or the other, this armed robber shall die. But there's no weapon in your house. And it's midnight. And the shops are closed. And even for them to sell you a gun, they have to give you a license. The license office is closed. And the armed robber is in your house. As Christians, if we don't engage ourselves in the word, right. and nobody can enforce the word into your head, every one of us has got to get the word in. Our and we live even in a generation where we have ways of getting the word into our head. You know, this song that Shelly Caesar made, all she was trying to do was draw people into the house of God green beans, tomatoes. Anything, whether it's by song, whether it's by message, whether it's by reading it, whether it's by hearing it, whatever you have to do for the way to enter your head, you've got to do it. Stop turning people into some pop stars or people who are, these are the men of God and these are the women of God. What scripture is that? God is expecting you and is expecting to know the word, to use the word, to be able to say the word is to you. Romans chapter 11, I think we have to be closer, but we'll look at a few before. 
Tell your neighbor, look for the word. that some people come to church even just for praise and worship then they sleep through the service and then they wake up when it's offering time or it's closing time and then as soon as they pick up another song they get up and dance they fall asleep and then as soon as they wake up they see that their pastor is saying something then they also give a shout also preaching good they didn't hear anything that the man was saying And then they'll leave church and say, church was powerful. Church was powerful. Gosh, I love my church. What did they preach? Oh, you should have seen the joke of the spooky African films. And that's all we remember. We are not able to tell the person that, oh, we read John chapter 1. And then we read Luke chapter 4. And when we finished, we looked at Romans 11. In fact, the verse I have today is... church was exciting then it means that we danced a lot we loved a lot and there was a lot of food and then we ate and then we went home some of us even in church to say amen is a struggle when we hear a verse a struggle you know but when we are watching either man united and arsenal and kotoko and house of all or we are watching uh, what's your team Uh, uh, what's your team uh-huh. Cosmos. Cosmos. They are the worst team in South Africa. Everybody feels uncomfortable. Yes, but even Jomos Cosmos, you should see their supporters. And when they lose, when they lose, they don't go like this. They go making noise. We shout. a word that can change us that can deliver us that can and it doesn't bring us excitement because one of the things that Satan has been able to do very well is to blind us so that we don't see where our real source comes from for all those of us in this room who gain some wealth and it will be truthful we'll realize that when the money came no extra joy came all it did was that now we pay more bills and bigger bills because we don't shop at Aldi's anymore. We shop at... So our tomatoes is not one pound. It's now one pound 80. All it has done has made us be able to spend more. It didn't increase our joy. It didn't increase our laughter. It did not. It did not. What will make your money be able is using your money according to the way the word of God says. What will make... As you go on this journey and you get married, what will make the marriage and be good is not the feeling you have now. I know if I say it now, you won't believe it. But the feeling, it will die. It's not a prophetic word. What will keep it alive is both of you, your fear and the word of God that you apply into your daily marriage. Because you look in the Bible and the Bible will tell you that let the breast of your the wife satisfy you. It's a script. You think that you have to go and read some funny book to learn about lovings. You don't need to read it. It's in the Bible. You will 
see that a good marriage is sustained by the word of God. Anybody who's been married for long has either been sustained by the word of God or by alcohol. Just to numb all the situations and the problems. So the man keeps coming home, but he comes, come. No, pray for me, I'm changing. It is the word that will keep us as a church. It is the word that will keep us as a family. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter how much you try and bring up your children in the word of God, in the fear of God, in the grace of God, in the days you can bind, you can lose, you can whatever. Ultimately, it is the word that has stayed in them that will keep Let's look at one. The first one is that the word is wisdom. Romans chapter 11. I want us to go. You see, it is good to have people around you who can counsel you. It's very important. The Bible says in the multitude of safety, you know, so it is good. It is good to have people you can depend on. But ultimately, nothing can replace the word. You know, in Psalm 119 verse 89, the Bible says that forever, O Lord, your word is settled. The first thing you have to know is that the word is wisdom. The word is wisdom. The word itself is wisdom. The Bible says in Romans 11 verse 33, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord and who has been his or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. One of the things that makes the word wisdom is that it has depth. Haven't you realized that sometimes you come to church and the pastor is preaching, preaching and just says one line and it pierces a place that you thought nobody can reach. And then to reach there, right there. You know, people can tell you you are proud. People can tell you you are rude. People can tell you that you are not very nice. You are not very friendly. And you will argue with them. You, but one day a message will be being preached and then you know, the pastor just preaches something and then you just feel that the pride is being attacked immediately. The next thing is that it is, it has richness. I always want to equate that to like, how many of us have eaten rich food? You know, like you, you, you taste the stew and you can tell that the stew is rich. You know, or you, in fact, the world, when they make salad, it's not healthy. 
the salad is rich. <coughs> the one salad has animals. Yeah. Everything you can think of. I think they look around and see what's in the room. And then they put it into the salad. And then we'll look at that salad and we'll say, this is rich salad. Then we'll look at another. Then you can locate the lettuce. And then you see the tomatoes lying quietly. Beulah's kind of salad. And then, and, then, and then you'll know what she will say to annoy us. She will tell us that she has made nice garlic dressing. And she has poured it over it. Do, do, do you understand? So you see it. So when, when we say that the depth of the word and its richness, it means that the wealth inside of the word. Yeah. Has somebody give you advice that you see that this was shallow advice? Do you understand? Oh, I'm going through some marriage, you know, challenges. You know, my wife is, ah, it is well. It is well. Me too. I went, I passed through it. Look at me now. I've come out. Why are you laughing? The advice. <laughs> the, the advice is fine. There's no salt in it. Yeah. It's the same. You must test even what you are hearing, what you are reading, for its richness. Do you understand? For its depth, for its significance. Do you understand? You see, because sometimes you hear a message two or three years down the line, you can say that it was that message I heard that made me take this decision. It becomes a very significant word to you. I, when my pastor gave me James chapter 1, verse 8, when I went to him with my major complex problems, and he said, Gloria, come. And then he took the Bible. He took my Bible and he opened it for me. And he said, this verse. And I read it to him. And then when I went home, I had to go and read it again. And I read it again, I read it again. And it said that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. All my advice I'd ask, Pastor, should I do this or should I do that? You know, and I'm sure you can tell that it was about marriage, isn't it? I know. And I said, if I marry, then it means I have to do this. And he said, Gloria, if you don't make up your mind, all the other things, you won't be able to make up your mind on it. And it just stuck with me. That every time I can't take a decision, it means that everything will be shaky until I take it. You see, now that Portia and William have taken a decision, it doesn't matter if Miss World, Miss Universe comes to you in her tight pants. I don't know why they make them expose all their body before we can see they're beautiful. I don't know, I don't know. But she may come in her um, yeah, swimwear. Swimwear. because your mind has been made up and you have told all of us that your mind is made up and you have also told yourself that your mind is made up Miss World, Miss Universe Miss uh, Colongo Miss uh, whatever it doesn't matter do you understand? you are going to tell her that you know, I got a girl I got a man that is when you have been, you see, if our one word that was spoken to me has kept me until now. We all have one word that was spoken to us 
Do you understand? It could have been about our attitude. It could have been about our children or our marriage or our fine word. We stuck with us. And then it was like this. You see that the word becomes very significant when it has had. You know, I remember the day when I decided that I want to serve God beyond the ordinary. I remember where, how, when. It was a significant moment. And all that had been done was that the word was preached. Some of us are in this house, we never thought we would love God the way we love him. Never thought we would want to serve God. Never thought we would want to sacrifice the way we sacrifice. But then one word came. He said, ah, I got this. What is more important? I pray for all of us. I pray for all of us. I pray for all of us. That we will begin to look at the word of God differently. We will begin to treat the word of God differently. We begin to see the word of God differently. You know, next week we've got a few, and we are going to see that the word not only has wisdom, but it has influence. It has power. It has some long life. It has relevance to everything and to anything. I want us to rise up onto our feet right now. I want you to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. And say, Lord, have mercy on me. Where I have not valued your word. I'm praying that we are going to end this year with a certain love of God. A certain value we are going to place on the word of God. Even the way we are going to use the word of God. It's not just going to be something we read or hear or listen to but it's going to be something we apply it doesn't matter if it's a small thing or a big thing it doesn't matter whether it's a small decision or a big decision we're going to see how it fits into the word of God you know even before we speak even before we go and challenge somebody even before we go and argue even before we think we're going to see what is the word saying how what is the word what is it saying yes you want to just pray for yourself this afternoon and say, Lord, let me fall in love with your time. Let me fall in love with your word one more time. Let your word indeed become a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let me order my in your word. Let me order my steps in your word. For indeed, if the word became flesh and the word is dwelling with me amongst us but let this word be manifest let this word be manifest let this word let the wisdom that is in the word let the wisdom that the word represents let it become a part of me let it become a part of me I don't want to just use human wisdom human logic human understanding but let me have insights yes David said, I have become white teachers because I have loved your word. Lord, we want more of your word in us. More of your word in us. We have taken advice.
have taken counsel. We have even imitated unbelievers. We have copied what they do. We have copied what they say. Rather than copying what the word says. Rather than imitating what the word says. This afternoon, Lord, we want to be imitators of Christ. We want to be imitators of Christ. Father, I pray for everyone in this room. Wherever we are at, Lord. Whatever junction we Whatever crossroad we find ourselves, Lord. I pray this afternoon that even as we have discovered that your word is, let it come alive in our lives. In every life represented here, in every home represented here, let your word rule, let your word reign, let your word take absolute control. We thank you. We thank you. Our minds are ordered by your word. Our hearts are ordered by your word. Even our bodies are brought under subjection of your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Where we fail, you have forgiven us. Where did not prevail, you have shown mercy. But from today, may the word prevail. The Bible says that the word increased and multiplied. The word grew and prevailed. May the will in every battle that we will encounter in this week, in this month, in the coming year, may the word prevail. In Jesus' name, amen. You can visit our website on www.calvaryinternationalchristiancenter.org or our Facebook page, Calvary International Christian Center. Call us on 0044-75-8111-5042. Be blessed.